All right. Jim has already jumped ahead to the segment to the first segment that isn't even on the prep sheet. <laughs> Dude, it's like me and you share. Bro. Dude, how how many times have we done this? <laughs> Bro. I when uh I sent you a text message that said I'm just laying in my bed trying to convince myself I'm not dying of a heart attack. Um yeah. I had just finished putting that audio into the soundboard because I was like gonna surprise you with it on the first segment. I was gonna surprise you with it in the first segment. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of surprises, um, my my little brother, who's age seventeen now, has uh, yeah. has a common interest of mine, which is that he likes the dudes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> that's so funny because uh, I've been I've been trying to teach him how to be a funnier person. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> last year when I moved back home, I was just shocked at his sense of humor. He thinks that he grew up in that meme culture, so he thinks that any video with just overblown distortion is hilarious. And I'm like, Ugh. but that's not a joke. There's no joke, right? <laughs> so I was teaching him how to facilitate conversation and make <sighs> things funny. So it's always funny if you agree with the person you're talking to. You're and, such an old man. In improv, hold on now. In improv, it's all it's called yes and. So make a statement, Jim. I am with what I'm wearing. Yes, you I'm are. I'm wearing. I'm wearing the. Uh, I'm a diva, Brad. I'm a diva. Yes, you are, and I. Nobody loves divas more than me, right? So the idea is in improv, you don't try to be funny all the time. You just keep it going, keep everything moving forward long enough that it will eventually be funny. So I'll walk upstairs and I'll say, Hey faggot. And he, you know, if like he used to go, Oh, I'm not a faggot or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. Watch. I'll walk up and I go, Hey, you do over there doing some gay stuff. And he'll go, sure. I am. I go, see, that is how you make funny right there. (laughs) You'd never, you never disagree with your partner. So when I go, hey, faggot, what's up? You say, not much, just doing dudes, you know, that sort of thing. So I I was just teaching him to, that's like our longest on-running joke right now. So when you're like, we had common interest dudes, I was like, you have no idea how right you are right now, Jim. You have absolutely no idea. But uh, the the other common interest besides hunky men that we have together is the uh, animated Batman series, the one from the 90s that went, went from like, 94 to about 2000 or 94 to about uh, 1999. And I know that you're not into Batman number one. And I, for sure, I'm pretty sure you didn't watch the Batman, the animated series on Fox kids back in the day, but I was all about it. Men in tights. I I understand. (laughs) So I was like, dude, let's get all the Batman animated movies on Amazon prime. And we'll sit down and we'll watch them. So we watched, uh, we haven't watched, or yeah, we have. We watched Masters of the Phantasm, which is like the first one way back in the day. We watched uh, Under the Red Hood. We watched all the Batman animated movies. We get to, <laughs> we get to Killing Joke, which was released in 2016. And here's where I was surprised. At the beginning of the movie, Batgirl is sort of taking the uh, position of Robin, where she's sort of the sidekick. And she begins to resent being Batman's sidekick. And she begins to resent not having his approval, right? So it all comes to a head on a rooftop. And she starts throwing kicks at Batman. She starts, she punches him in the face. She starts karate chopping him. Then she tackles him and they start making out. And she takes off her shirt. Batman did Batgirl right in the middle of the movie, dude. Wait, this is a... This is the animated series from the 90s. Animated series from the 90s, but a movie they made in 2016. 
Oh. So we're sitting there, and I'm just like, wait a minute, Batgirl's having sex with Batman. What's going on here? What is this? And then I uh, I found out later there was actually a big uh, point of contention amongst the Batman fans that uh, this this should have never happened. But I was like, dude, I've never expected Batman to get on with Batgirl in the in the cartoon. That's odd. It's odd. <laughs> I was just I had no idea it was coming because I hadn't seen that movie yet. But uh, I did need to ask you if uh, I should be upset with the voiceover guy. I sent you the script that I sent him. Have you had the chance to look it over? Yeah. All right. So if I if you were a voiceover guy and I sent you that script, what would you assume you should do with it? Uh, um, read it. Read it. Right. Do the voiceovers with those those right. So, and what was really weird was when I sent him over a batch of one liners last time. He was amazing. He did an amazing job. He went way over the top in terms of uh, what I had asked for. I, he did all kinds of stuff, and I was like, "Dude, great, awesome." Totally worth the money. Thank you so much. Um, this time, he had all sorts of questions about what we were doing, and so I, I was just going to bring it up. And I'm not. We don't need to say who it is because I'm, I'm not. The purpose of this is not to embarrass him, but for right. me to understand if I'm being a dick. Because sometimes <clears throat> I'm just naturally a dick, and I don't really notice. Sometimes, it. <laughs> most of the time, really. Well, well. Before you get into that, so. Mm-hmm. What. Why would he know he realizes you're the guy, right? I'm sorry? He realizes you're the same guy, so why would he be asking you questions now when he didn't to begin with? Right, that's what I was confused about. So uh, initially, the first round of questions, uh, the first round of questions was about at the very bottom of the script where there's the quote from Seven and the quote from Airplane. And so he sent me questions along the lines of, I'm really confused about what to do with these. And I said, oh, no problem. I'm stupid me. Uh, I'm just assuming he's never seen the movies. You can't just assume that everyone's seen Airplane. So I go, here's a link to a cl- that clip from Airplane. You're just delivering it like this guy. And then I sent him a link to the end of the movie seven. And I said, you're just doing Brad Pitt's line. What's in the box? Right. Um, he sent me back another one. He said, he sent me another message. It said, I'm confused. Is this a dialogue? Am I supposed to be doing a dialogue? Do I need sound effects? Do you want me to insert sound clips from the movie? And I'm like, what? What, what conversation are we having? I don't understand. Is, does he listen to the show? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> I don't think so, anybody's allowed to. Like, and, and the first th- thing I would do is is look up those clips on YouTube. I mean, you gave him the source. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and eventually he just said, man, I don't even know what this is about at all. He said, uh, is this is this a dialogue that I'm supposed to be reading? Because uh, one, one of the lines I gave him was a verse. Man, I haven't looked up funny Bible verses in a long time, and I forgot there's some really <laughs> funny Bible verses. Um, I think one says, uh, would, that those who are, would that those that bother you would castrate themselves? And I was like, that a voiceover guy needs to read that. <laughs> I saw that and I didn't know what that was from. I, be- <laughs> I believe it's I believe it's either Daniel or Ezekiel. I want to say Ezekiel. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that's all. That's going to be awesome. So then I had to tell him. I said none of these lines are connected whatsoever. Just read the lines, brother. Like you did a great. J-. So at one of the time, like one of the responses he gave me, he's like, I know the movie Airplane and I know the movie, movie Seven. And then I kind of apologized to him. I said, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be condescending. 
assuming either that you have seen the movie or you hadn't seen the movie. I just didn't know what you're asking me. And so, yeah. you know, he's that's what I'm saying. Was I being a dick or am I just conf- like I'm just confused as to why this is so different this time? I don't really understand your response, <clears throat> what kind of response you gave him. But I mean, mm-hmm. you're not for asking what he means right. because I. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, because one of the responses was, uh, I see, I know what the lines are from, but I'm confused as to whether I'm to read those or if you are using sound bites from the movies. And I was like, Well, if you were doing that, why would you need him? <laughs> I don't know. I was, it was a very confusing <laughs> conversation. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so then he said, uh, I completely understand now. And then the very next message was, I'm having a hard time understanding this. How is this uh, supposed to read? This is all a very confusing piece of copy. I'm like, how did you just complete- a quote from the movie? <laughs> how did you completely understand it? And then you don't understand it at all. The very <clears throat> what like- if you had sent him the actual clip from YouTube of that? I- okay, I did. Then we got to the point where I read all the lines and sent them to him in an MP3. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, bro, I'm, I don't know if this is condescending or not, but just read the lines like this. And of yeah. course, and of course, he sent me everything back. He apologized for the confusion, and it is all better than I could have ever asked for. I just really? yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, the, the guy's awesome, but I was just so have you ever experienced that with another person where you're just like, is this the same person I dealt with last time? Yeah, 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 for sure. Does that happen to you more at work or in personal life? I wish I could give you an example off the top of my head. I can't, but I know. Not necessarily at work, but I just I just know what's happening. It's frustrating, and you're like, "Is the problem me?" Right. I, this was all like two thirty in the morning on Friday. I was just going, "What? Am I an idiot? Do I not understand this, or or is there something going on here?" Is he in the same time zone? Uh I want to say mountain. He's either mountain okay. or, or central, so one or two hours behind us. But I feel bad because the dude, I know the dude worked on it pretty much all day because I was his only order for most of Saturday and he didn't get back to, like, I sent an order, I sent the order in on Friday. He didn't get back to me until like midnight on Friday, our time. And then I got it first thing Sunday morning. It wasn't, and again, don't get me wrong. He's awesome because I got it on Sunday. It wasn't even due until Monday, but I was his only order for like an entire day. Last time. Is by the time I came up in the queue, he had me done in a couple hours. This time mm. it was like a two day process, and I spent I was up at three <clears> o'clock <throat> in the morning recording <laughs> recording lines for him. Do you pay? Do you pay by the line or by the minute? By the word. So by the word. So word. a batch of a hundred words cost me a price. Okay. So I just was so confused as to what was going on. Um, I also found something because I went through and I organized. I organized all my uh, Brooklink radio files, and I found the one thing that our show has done that ever entertained your wife, Jim. What's that? Uh, I got that's a that's a tall order. Uh, I know. Here we go. Hopefully, it comes out okay. Here, I got it. Here. <clears throat> I did this a long time ago, and you you I remember you you got a hold of me and you told me that it was awesome that your wife loved it. What?
reminds me of something from Psych with Gus and Gus and what's his name? Oh, I love that show. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Did I blow your ears out at first with that? No, no, that was perfect. Oh, really? Okay, good. Well, I blew mine out. So previously on Broken Link Radio, Jim, Jim is absolutely disgusted by the fact that I do not wear underwear. We're being distracted by the fact that Jim just made the declaration that underwear is designed to get dirty. So there's something liberating in just like turning your brain brain off and watching something that you know is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's dirty. like life, like your like television taste is a, a slice of toast, and you're just spreading your bad taste over like it's margarine. Um, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Uh huh. And it's a, um, I think it's a. Okay, so let me back up. No, it's none of those, dude. Is it Jonathan Taylor Thomas? <laughs> JTT, JT Tizzle and the Hizzle. So we've got Scroll an entire, down. we've got an entire. Hold down. <laughs> Jim is good. Now Jim's gonna be obsessed with this. Now I'll know it right when I see it. Dude. I like it's this one, Murder wait, City. Wait, wait, it's the one at the very bottom. The one at the very bottom. And it right? doesn't have a freaking name on it. The following program is intended for mature audiences. What our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best. Sir. Trailer trash. Dark clothes wearing. Too soon sex doing. Four letter wording. Hoodlum Oreo eater. And we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool. You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio, and I'm Bradley C. Baker. Jim Cadley, what's going on, man? What's up? Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them only Gabe. Hello? Gabe, what's up, man? Not too much. How are you doing? We're doing all right. So I just got to do the uh, prerequisites as always. Make sure you go to BrokenLinkRadio, one word.com. That's BrokenLinkRadio, one word.com. Uh, you can always drop us a line at 480-269-2641. You can either leave us a voicemail, send us a text message, f- make a phone call. We can try to pretend like we know how to put that on the air. 
Um, and check out the Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com backslash Broken Link Radio. Again, just one word. You can either sign up for the basic, the midsize, or the extra large. Uh, what is the, What is it called? That uh, What is it called? The McDonald's Supersize. The Supersize package that also includes the bonus content that we produce. <coughs> the, the middle tier there uh, will allow you access to some of the old episodes on uh, from the old show, remastered so that they don't sound like total garbage anymore. And then, uh, and then also, uh, the Patreon will baseline Patreon will give you access to the show whenever it's done. Now, with all of that out of the way, Jim, I've got some audio for you, and I'm very excited. Well, what do you got, Brad? I've <laughs> I think you might know some of the audio that I have for you, but before we get to the audio, you know, before we get to that audio, um, I think that uh, we should have a little bit of a conversation about heroes. Because uh, we were just talking about Batman, who is a superhero. But he's I'm, not just a hero; he's a superhero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've noticed so that stupid. in 2020, everyone's a freaking hero. Well, you're a hero. I'm a hero. What else? Is, if you I work mean, at, you mean to tell me if you work at Wegmans, you're an effing hero? Why? Because you're an essential. This is my this is my clap for you, heroes. God, how about Beautiful. you're just how about you're just doing your job? Yeah. How about you're a doctor, so you're supposed to go to work? How about oh, that? You're a freaking doctor. <clears throat> you're a nurse. You know what happens when you're a nurse? You help sick nice. people. You give sponge baths to old people, and you dig out their assholes. That's just the so, job. So if you see, you know what bugs me is these videos on YouTube and stuff of all like the nurses doing like these dance moves and stuff. <laughs> that bugs and I guess me. And I have like a seen huge it. backlash. Like, well, it's not. It's not just one per. It's like all different over the course of the couple the past couple months. Like they've been um, coming out on YouTube and stuff, and people are getting backlashes over it because you know the hospitals are supposed supposed to be so busy and stuff, and people are supposedly dying of the virus, and the nurses right. are going around dancing and coming up with routines and stuff, dance routines. Yeah. So uh, I I will keep some of my more rude points of view on this matter in private but uh i will say man what's bothered me this entire time is how important it is not to overwhelm the uh the medical system because what <laughs> are we allowed to do that in restaurants when we're like hey listen listen guys we only want your money as long as you're not going to overwhelm us that's the craziest thing i've ever heard and i'm so sick and tired of acting like a nurse who goes to work around sick people is a freaking hero because you're well, supposed they kinda do to when they when you, you make reservations or or you show up and there's too many people and they turn you away that is true with with uh with some more upscale restaurants but in general like if your object <clears throat> like for instance uh if you had like a an elite level you know like the hospital that all the lizard people get taken care of in sure they don't want to be overwhelmed and th that's because they're the elites right that's where all the globalists are getting their medicine and their hybrids. Um, that that would be one thing, but theoretically in the United States, that doesn't exist. So all you have are the Burger King equivalents of hospitals, which are the regular ass hospitals. So if you're a nurse and you go to work around sick people, you're not a hero because nurses are supposed to help sick people yeah here's the thing is are they heroes now but they weren't heroes six months ago right when they were doing the exact same freaking thing and i am in no by no means am i saying that being a nurse or a doctor is an easy job 
They deserve right. their salaries. I, I've heard people say, oh, I can't believe doctors make this much money. Listen, in, in our current economic uh, situation, making 250 grand a year isn't really that much. I would be nice, but it does. First of all, that six figure salary is not near what it used to be. Well, if you plus really, with all the medical, the the uh, bills, what do you call it? Student loans. Student and loans, stuff right? Like exactly. So, two hundred fifty grand a year makes you upper mid class. You're by no means rich, and you're working your ass off if you're a doctor. That right. doesn't make you a hero. It means that you have a hard job, and God bless you for it. I appreciate it, but you're not a freaking hero. Here's some other people, and I just threw something on the soundboard. That ought to sound good. Here's here's a here's another group of people that are not heroes, Jim, and you might disagree with me on this one. Take the Blue Angels out of the air. I don't ever want to see him again. I want I want all of the Blue Angels decommissioned. Why? Do you know how do you know how much money it costs to keep those things in the air for 1 I, hour, Jim? I can imagine. $60,000 per hour to fly over cities and we're supposed to be what? Inspired? Well, no, no, no. So they use it as a recruiting tool. And and you don't know. Maybe you should pull up the stats. I don't know where we're gonna find stats like this. You probably won't luckily find we have a news ones. guy to do that sort of thing. Gabe, you better but find stats, out some information about the Blue Angels. How how many recruits they they pull in a year to the Navy or whatever Air Force, whatever it is. I don't know how you're gonna, you know. So then, okay, uh, that's a valid point, Jim. So are we directly recruiting to people who are down on their luck and feeling at their very worst possible? point in their lives where they're being shut in home by their by their government and then flown over by a bunch of angels that are doing cool cool moves with the jets that cost six do you know what percentage of the united states doesn't make sixty thousand dollars a year themselves well how much do they charge for the shows it's they're totally free right right the government's spending that money though yeah so well you i mean they're recruiting anyone it could be anyone it could be anybody that's watching the show or a kid that's 12 years old at the time and maybe in five years or whatever six years they'll be that's what they want to do here's what's infuriating planting a seed sure i get you i understand i don't know of any other marketing plans that cost sixty thousand dollars an hour but that i i do follow you there i would i would also posit this imagine you're someone who uh was who is one of the 35 million unemployed people and in the united states you're living in new york city and you get a you get a twelve hundred dollar check, twelve hundred dollar check from the government. All right, then you get a thank you get a you're welcome from Donald Trump while he throws a while he flies sixty thousand dollar jets over your head for an hour, dude. Sure, an hour. That's what I. The, and by the way, they're not heroes either. I I don't like. What are we supposed to be inspired by? I understand what you mean by more cynically, it might be a recruiting tool, but like me as a citizen am not inspired by those assholes flying around jets. That's the whole thing that the the communist countries do. They, they send out the military parades to display their power and, you know, drum up a little bit of nationalism. Sure. And I was going to say it actually was on that. I'm sorry, Brad, not to cut you off, but the, the Jim hit it right on the head, right on the mission of the blue angels is, the United States Navy, and this is right from the Blue Angels website, um, the United States Navy Flight Demonstrations Quadrant is to showcase, the mission that is, is to showcase the teamwork and professionalism of the United States Navy and Marine Corps by inspiring a culture of excellence and service 
through country, through flight, demonstrations, and community outreach. I'm going to start. We got against excellence in service. <laughs> I'm I'm going to start a Patreon tier that is going to be not sixty thousand dollars a month, but sixty thousand dollars an hour. And if you'd like to sign up, you better be a damn blue angel. Oh, they infuriate that 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 infuriates <laughs> me, dude. I'm so pissed off about the blue angels, and I'm pissed well, the, off about the, everyone the pilots being are here. making that money. True, I understand that. Oh, they're volunteers, yeah. But you, you're not underpaid if you're in the Air Force, buddy. And also, they've got they aside from being amazing pilots, which they are, um, you know, the they Navy. they don't have to really do anything difficult. Like they don't have to fly, and like they may have already. I'm not saying they haven't. But Listen to you, they're just maritime. It's not the Air Force, bro. They're just maritime Navy. nationalist bullshit, and it, it makes me upset, man. What what time is it? <laughs> maritime. Oh. <laughs> Now that we've heard Dude, me, <laughs> not everybody can can host a, a podcast, bro. It's no, I know, I know, man. I just, it's not. Listen, I'm not upset at the pilots, but a, they're not heroes, and b, I'm not inspired by the freaking Blue Angels. Just, just take them out. Like, if you want to fly them around on the Fourth of July, well, you're not, but somebody might be. Oh, great! And I love them for it. Hallelujah! I had posters all over my wall. The Blue Angels growing up. <laughs> you still do. Yeah, I still did. I, if I knew where they the were, I still right would. Now. Yeah. So now that you've heard me scream for the last ten minutes, I've got someone else, Jim. You, uh, you someone else who was screaming, but uh, that's that's some of the audio I have. But you remember? Uh, do you remember Nirvana? Familiar with Nirvana? Uh, the place, right? Uh, the state of mind. No, we're talking about <laughs> Nirvana. The the band from the '90s that uh, people my uh, age worshipped all throughout the '90s. No, I never heard of them. So. <clears throat> Back in your days as a metalhead, were you at all familiar with their first record, Bleach, or were, did you jump on with Nevermind? Yes. Okay, all right. No, so, you, yeah, yeah, you're one of the people that was on with Bleach. Okay, so you know about a girl. Who? Who are we talking about? <laughs> oh, know, yeah, that the song about a girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, the reason that's pertinent is that uh, the first time I heard about a girl, because I was I was what three four years younger than you, I always forget. Um, I didn't hear five. about a girl until it was on their Unplug special. And most people are familiar with this one. You, have you read any books or literature about Nirvana? Yeah. Do you have any idea how high he was during the Unplug set? Um, I believe I do remember hearing. They got a, They had to get him high on heroin just to settle down to do the show. It's crazy. Dude. That wasn't too far before he died, too, right? Right. Yeah, maybe it was a year or so. So he's even though he sang like that, as from everyone, from everyone, everyone else's account, Kurt Cobain had perfect pitch. So when he does that raspy voice up, it's on purpose. It's a pretty amazing vocalist. Uh, but a lot of people are familiar with this uh, this version of about a girl. And then uh, we've talked about how Gabe is a is a fan of the garbage new metal bands of the mid and early two thousands. Yeah. So there was a garbage uh, new metal band of the mid and early 2000s that did a cover of about a girl called Puddle of Mud, Jim. Puddle of Mud. With one, is that one or two Ds? Two Ds so you can get the trademark for it. Okay. Um, and what I love about this audio is also the visual uh, because it's safe to say that the lead singer of Puddle of Mud may not have the same perfect pitch that uh, Kurt Cobain did. So they're doing okay. an acoustic set for Sirius XM Radio here. You hear that okay? No. 
No. There it is. It's gone. There you go. <laughs> Dude, look at this guy's poor face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what is that? Wrong Keith. You hang me out to try. This is the, the worst part is when it's actually a song you can sing. Like I can sing this song. <laughs> He's trying to channel Kurt Cobain. And it's not working at all. Not at all. The face is amazing, dude. I wonder what his band members and what his what uh, his guys think about it. <laughs> dude, he cannot get. But he had to hear him in a rehearsal. Dude, he should have done a bag of heroin before this. He's just screaming. He can't reach it, so he's just screaming. Yeah, is it? It's not really that high of a note, is it? So, Gabe, I think we've told you before, Jim is actually a very good singer. Does <laughs> oh man, Jim, when you listen to somebody struggling this hard, does it physically bother you? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Look at that guy. He's just the, the, the bass players <laughs> is like staring at him. Like what? It's what like are we doing? Wow, it's with well, the audio's gone, but um, that's crazy. So like Kirk Cobain, I don't know how long he could have gone with a vocal the way his vocals were. Yeah, that's true. But it, his uh, he, he was actually perfect perfect pitch supposedly. Uh, Butch Vig said that he did uh, he did like the Nevermind vocals in a day. He was just done. Well, people misunderstand perfect pitch. Okay. I mean, some people. What perfect pitch is is you can you can call any note and I'll sing it. Sure, I I'll know what an E flat is. I'll know what a, a B flat is. Like, isn't there? Isn't there? I think a, it's just because you can hear pitch like you can sing on tune. That's well, not perfect pitch. If you can if you can hear a note and immediately replicate it, that is not part of perfect pitch. No. Hmm. That's not the it's way. Just I having a good ear. Well, sure. Well, I mean, anyone could do that. Not anyone, but. I get frustrated. I get frustrated because I am. I do not have perfect pitch. I am slightly flat. So over time, I'm slightly flat. Uh, over time, <laughs> whenever I go to my guitar and then I actually do bother tuning it because I always tune it by ear. When I ever I get a tuner, I'll tune my guitar and then it'll be <clears throat> it'll everything will be a half step flat. And I'm like, and I <laughs> and I know, oh, it'll still be. In but that's tune. not perfect pitch. I mean, that's just <clears throat> you don't have like a, a sharp of an ear. A lot of people with perfect pitch actually describe colors or sounds as colors, like different note pitches as different colors. Whoa. They see it that way. Whoa. That yeah, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, well, I'm, I'm very uh, left, left hemisphere dominant, so that's probably, probably part of it. But that was yeah. not the only audio that I had for you today, Jim. Oh, yippee. We were gifted with some more Joe Biden audio. And before I get to it, <clears throat> I just have to ask the question. What are Democrats doing with this man? <laughs> I is he out there? I know he's out there. I've heard bits and pieces, but he's not out there. Out there. I mean, I know it's not full on campaign campaign mode yet, but <laughs> well, he he did a Facebook ad and he's asking. Well, I'll just play it for you. Was he is he Biden his time? Ah! Ah! Hello, everyone. I'm coming directly to you for ask a quick favor. Will you add your name today to join our team? <laughs> for ask a quick favor, Jim, have you ever? Dude, he sounded like he was stroking out. <laughs> the best. Can you a, back that up? Yep, I can. He's like, hello, I'm coming. To you. I'll try it again. Ready? For ask a quick favor. 
Hello, everyone. I'm coming directly to you for ask a quick favor. Oh. You add- Have you watched the entire ad? No. He, it, it, you know how I am. This is a post-produced thing, which means they could stop and retake it. I don't, yeah. even, I don't even think the people that are involved in their campaign give a crap anymore. I've, I've thought that. I'm like, why don't they? That, that's probably the best take they had of them. <laughs> and, and they're like, screw it. This is the best it's going to get. They did it all day. They're like, I can't oh, wait to been, see the debates, dude. We've been here all day with this creep. What, the other thing I was going to point out is that I did watch the entire ad, and there's another miss. He misspeaks again in the same post-produced ad. And oh. this is his advertisement for his campaign. For ask help a favor. What does that mean? Ask help a favor. Hello, everyone. Oh, hello. I'm coming directly to you for ask a quick favor. For ask a quick favor, dude. <laughs> what is wrong with that man? The only votes he's going to get are going to be against Trump votes. Sure, and and you nobody's know, voting for him. You know what the thing is? If if you were a Democrat and you wanted, you desperately wanted to get, I almost said Barack Obama. You wanted to get Donald Trump out of office. I'd be with you. I understand that. That's not a bad motivation, I guess. However, you really need to focus on who the vice president's going to be, and you should market the crap out of that person because you your best case well, scenario be. is that he drops dead the day of his right. inauguration. I think like, everybody's aware of that. Just, and I think that's they're shortening that list fast. Oh, man, dude. But I don't think they generally get that out until like um, a couple more months, a I month feel, or two. Yeah, I've always felt I, you could be right. I'm, well, I'm sure you're right. I just always felt like I knew who the vice president nominee was supposed to be well, well before this, <clears throat> well before the three month mark or wherever we are right now. But I guess I'm wrong. No. I, yeah. <laughs> then uh, I have another, some more Joe Biden because he's just so full of all the good stuff. Oh, good. Hello, everyone. Oh no, that's the same. I'm one. coming. <laughs> I love that one. For come ask a quick favor. <laughs> I'm prepared to say that I have a record. Of over 40 years and that i'm going to beat joe biden did you <laughs> he's gonna be who he's gonna beat joe biden oh he's gonna beat joe biden yeah I he's gonna he was gonna be joe biden hello everyone i like to for ask a quick favor <laughs> can you please help me beat joe biden <laughs> how old is the guy did we talk about this last i think week? he's 75 going on 142 <laughs> So he's pretty close to Trump in age. Yeah. It's certainly not in health. Right. Gabe, I think uh, he was a little bit of say he's 77 years old is how old Joe Biden is. He's 77? 77 years old, yep. G- Gabe, can years, you look up... Years can, young. Can you look up and tell me how old McCain was when everyone was saying he was too old to be president really quick? Yeah, I mean, he's, McCain. He's, cer- he's certainly not fit to be president any longer. <laughs> Uh, McCain, uh, who passed away in 18, was 81 years old. So was he running in 16? He was running running in 08. In 08? Oh, okay. So he would have been, yeah, when they were saying he was too old, he would have been about 71 then. Or even, yeah, about 70, 71. 71's like a young spring chicken compared to Joe Biden. Dude, if he died at 81, he could have died in office if he had gotten elected. Hell yeah. Go ahead, Gabe. What were you saying? True. And Donald Trump is 74, just to put it all in perspective. Hello, everyone. Interesting. I'm coming directly to you for ask a quick favor. (laughs) Directly to us. Directly to you for ask a quick favor. Dude, yeah, it's almost, he's got that stroke voice like he's almost drunk. Yeah, yeah. 
You want to? You hey, wanna Brad. Speaking it. of the uh, stroke voice, did you bother checking out the second episode of Bob Matthews? <laughs> episode two. I'd rather eat my own farts and then listen to the recording of it, Jim. I did it's not. An interesting idea for next show. <laughs> I'll, well, then we'd have to break down <laughs> Bob Lonsberry and Bob Matthews. I've been looking for some juicy. Oh man, I've said this before, but the Bob Lonsberry fake solemn voice is just driving me nuts. Yeah. Hey, friends, fr- friends, friends. Yeah. Yeah, he's done it forever. (laughs) What do we got coming up? Uh, Segment two. Oh, I didn't even really, I didn't really know about this sort of thing until probably a couple months ago. I probably should have. Uh, Are you familiar with gay conversion camp, Jim? Am I familiar with it? Yeah, I would hope not. I'm a product of it. Arizona hikers had underestimated Monument Canyon. In this, they were neither the first nor the last. But when Jackson Clark and Russ the Park Ranger and their friends Nan and Joel made the 900-foot descent in October of 1987, they could not have guessed the rest of the story. It was a warm autumn day the hikers had chosen for their Monument Canyon excursion, a perfect one for exploring the Indian ruins on the canyon floor, Yet for such adventures as these, an explorer's enemy is not weather, but waning daylight. Before they knew it, Jackson and Russ and the rest were staring up at a violet sky that had been bright turquoise only minutes before. In a few more minutes, it would be indigo, and they would be engulfed in the searching shadows of the near thousand-foot canyon walls. Jackson said, I don't want to climb that winding trail in the moonlight. Joel said coldly, there is... No moonlight tonight. The hikers hurried. When night came, it did not embrace them. It attacked them. Overhead, the stars shone brightly, but shed none of their light on the precipitous path. Grim Navajo legends loomed in Jackson's brain as he groped through the blackness. His eyeglasses, which he had fumbled and dropped into the chasm half a mile ago, would have been useless anyway because all of the hikers, even the experienced park ranger, were blind and helpless, all Except for their native guide. Their native guide had hunted in those parts all of his life. He knew where the narrow switchback trail ended and nothingness began. And so with astonishing confidence, he led the tender feet slowly and surely upward. Occasionally, the anxious adventurers would call ahead to him and he would answer with a soft, reassuring tone, urging them on. And when the group made a wrong turn and almost toppled into the abyss, he calmly summoned them back to the right path. And when Jackson stumbled, approaching a sharp turn, when he almost fell, the native guide came back to stem his burgeoning panic with a gentle touch. For an hour, maybe more, the hikers climbed upward toward the mocking stars, trusting only the local hunter born and bred in the land of the Navajo. Every step of their arduous journey was guided by his beckoning in the dark, the beckoning of a native they had never met, whom they had encountered for the first time only an hour before in the blackness, whose face they had never seen nor would ever see. So when the hikers reached the canyon rim at last, the hunter who had led them to safety departed as swiftly and silently as he had arrived. 
No, they never even got to thank him. But they would never forget him. For you see, in the lore of the Navajo, certain animals figure more prominently than others, and one in particular, one whose very presence is considered a matter of destiny, a matter of life and death. So if only for this moment may you share in the wonder of four hikers who were nearly conquered by Monument Canyon and yet who were steered from the brink of oblivion by a mysterious stranger, a night hunter, who beckoned them on with soft cries and brushing wings and thus kept them on the safe path, an unseen savior, an owl. Now you know the rest of the story. Be sure to wear your trickle catchers. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Second segment on Broken Link Radio. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It was us trying to sing about a girl that just screwed up my voice. Oh, yeah, sure. Second segment on Broken Link Radio. Uh, I was just telling Gabe during the break that uh, I thought that the the camp in that that Mandy Moore movie saved was, was just about, like, Christian camps that I used to go to when I was a teenager. But I guess it was a gay conversion camp or something along those lines. So I was not familiar with gay conversion therapy until about two weeks ago. I didn't know it was a real thing. So I uh, I had to do some digging and I had to learn a little bit about it. Jim, how familiar are you with gay conversion therapy? Well, like I told you, I'm not only a counselor, but I'm also a camper. That's where you learn how to sing about a girl, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a boy. So uh, whatever whatever your leanings are politically or morally, I don't know that I don't know that the gay conversion camp idea is really going to work out very well. I was thinking about it, right? And like, if you are someone who feels uncomfortable uh, with with your attraction to other men, or you're a woman who feels like you're uncomfortable with your attraction to other women, say in our case, you're a man and you're sent to gay conversion camp. Like, what are the conditions at gay conversion camp? Well, you're going to go to a camp filled with other men sleeping in bunks with other men surrounded by nothing but other men. So I think that gay conversion camp is just a way for the camp counselors to have gay sex. I I don't know that gay conversion camp is actually accomplishing the task that it is set out to do. Like what is their, their mission statement is we, our mission is to get a bunch of gay guys and put them all together in tight spaces in the middle of the woods surrounded by nothing but other men. How does that work? How do you how do you, come, you tell me about it? I don't, I mean, this is like I didn't even know that these things exist. Right? How do you come out of an environment like that less gay? <laughs> That's the gayest thing I've heard all week. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so to speak. There's also a really a, a weird phenomenon, which is that the majority of the founder, well, not the majority, there are many of the founders of these camp programs and these gay conversion therapy uh, programs that eventually come out being gay. They just go, oh, yeah, that was all a bunch of, of BS. And uh, I'm actually the gayest man you know. And I'm like, of course you are. You started a gay camp for gay men. That's the gayest thing, dude, you could possibly What's wrong do. with you? So I was watching, uh, Vice did a documentary about uh, about gay conversion therapy. Ther- therapy. Mm, gay conversion therapy, guys. Um, <clears throat> and it was so funny because there were guys who uh, would talk about how they have a desire to start a family, have kids, etc. And they're like, I have been going to conversion therapy for three years because I just know that I want to treat, I want to know that when I come home, I'm going to come home to a wife and beautiful children and we're going to live happily ever after. And you're like, whoa, dude, you're gay, bro. You're super gay. You are very much gay. I don't know that there's anything this camp of other dudes is ever going to do to change your mind about being gay. He's dead, Joe. Oh, that's the wrong one. He's a fag. So, so Gabe, can you tell me how this is supposed to work? So basically, and this is uh, without going into uh, a whole bunch of details, just because I don't know a lot of the specifics, but it's pretty much just aversion therapy, right? So first and foremost, I want to just to mark mine, and I'm sure you guys' stance too, is is 100% wrong. Like, and I thought it was wrong. I've heard it dating back to the 90s, like the late, mid, late 90s is when I sort of first heard it. It had a different name. Um, it was more along the lines of like a like a gay camp or or fa- it was something derogatory, <laughs> like, like super derogatory. And it was basically yeah, you if you have a sneaking suspicion that your little eight or nine year old or something along is exhibiting gay behavior, and this is usually in very oh you're screwed, Gabe. Super extreme. <laughs> yeah, I, I would had I lived grew up in North Carolina, I would have been put there probably in day one. However, Mega the faggot. Um, basically, it's like big aversion <laughs> therapy. Yeah, and they try to they try to shock the gay out of. Just think of uh, what is it? A beautiful mind with Kevin Spacey, where that that marine guy ends up being the gay guy who kills him. Spoiler alert! But it, it's sort of like that mentality to where they just try to suppress it so much that it just goes away. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't know that that would ever work. Like, I've never been able to convince people to be uh, more conservative or more liberal based on some of my arguments that are more liberal and more conservative. So I don't know that you could ever be like, listen, Gabe, I know you feel gay right now, but if I surround you, <laughs> if I surround you with other men 24 hours a day, seven days a week for at least two weeks, maybe a month, and you come out of the woods, and if you're not straight by then, so to speak, I, <laughs> if you're not straightened out by then, I don't know what'll fix you. Okay, I think that's actually, now that you mention it, net light, uh-huh. I think that could be a good strategy. Solid strategy, because what better way to break you of the other dudes <laughs> by spending time around their farts and around their freaking oh, nasty, no. sweaty, hairy bodies? Oh, yeah. I, you know, that's a good, that's a valid point. It's like the, uh, the old treatment of giving your kid like 75 cigarettes a smoke in a day yeah, so that they never right. smoke again. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess uh, I guess the the problem is though the history the history of these programs is that it's never been very successful for whatever reason, um, and so there was a controversy about <clears throat> whether or not a parent should be allowed to send their kids there or whatever. Obviously, I'm I'm of the opinion that you know if you're an adult and you want to seek treatment, however you want to seek treatment, go ahead. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Um, but uh, whether or not it's successful is really the thing that matters. 
And so it, it oftentimes you'll find a lot of cases where it made things worse for that person. And it might be because they still didn't resolve the things that they're trying to resolve through that therapy. But uh, it was just really funny to me. It's like, okay, just the premise of it is so wild. But yeah. Oh, speaking of being around dudes, the worst part about working at a truck stop is that when, when you go into the men's bathroom, the entire restroom smells like cheesy balls. The whole thing. There's like 75... There's like 75 turlets in there, and they all smell like somebody's three-day-old balls. And so, to your point, Jim, if you were at a gay camp, if you were at the ex-gay camp, the conversion therapy camp, and you were in that you were in that bunker and all you smelled with gay dudes' balls, you might come out of there straight. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. Um, but the other thing I wanted to talk about besides how, how gay Gabe is was... Um, He's a fag. <clears throat> was Jim? Did you ever notice that you and I get along? <clears throat> nah, if you say so, I'd not really. But <laughs> it's up for debate. But uh, yeah. but so there's a lot of things that I could sit here and say that would really get Jim's gears cranking, and not in the good way. So yeah, hey now. So I could talk about how I think that social health care is the only way to do it, right? And then Jim can go on and on about how he feels that private health care is the only way to take care of people in the way that they, they, that, that is correct and right. And no matter how many times we've had that argument with each other, we are still friends and we get along just fine. Am I correct, Jim? Yes. So, you are so why is it that there are so many people that have such a hard time <clears throat> with other people that simply disagree with them? What is the problem? It, it, that, I don't even want to say nowadays, just in general. Because they're fascists. Fascists, man. If they don't agree with me, they're fascists. They're Nazis, man. This is how the Nazis did it. Where does that attitude come from? Pearl Harbor. Fascist or fashionista? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it depends. Okay, so, I mean, I could disagree with somebody I don't know and, and sure. be angry about it and not get along with it. I mean, you and I get along because we got along way back when. Right. On similar, you know, similar grounded type stuff. Sure. To begin with. Mm -hmm. And it went from there. So, it, I mean, we started out with a friendship. I mean, if you're talking about two people that don't have that foundation, that's beautiful. <laughs> friendship. Uh, you know what I mean? Then, then that's a totally different thing. Right. So here, what about, <clears throat> excuse me, shouldn't there be more of an impetus on you to be kind and understanding to a stranger rather than someone your friend? I'm not disagreeing with your point. It's actually a pretty sure. good one. But, well, yeah, you're right, theoretically, but are you talking about online or <laughs> I, in person? I meant in general, but yeah, like I, you know, I remember distinctly uh, during during the Barack Obama presidency, it was the, the big thing was to just go, oh, well, if you agree with that, then you're a socialist. And here's the problem that I have with that phrasing, which is there is nothing philosophically inherently wrong about socialism or being a socialist. So why would it, why would you use that term like that to demonize something that doesn't, doesn't have a demonic position? Like being a socialist isn't inherently wrong. It differs from how you see the thing, see the world, right? So like, why, why did that become a term of opposition? 
Well, and, I, and this is actually a very close one to my heart when I was back in high school. It's it's the confusion between socialism and communism, and basically there was such a strong opposition to where we were when we were fighting communism in the world, and a lot of quote unquote socialist governments actually ended up converting into communist governments that we still have the inherited association without mm-hmm. any of the education as to what it actually is. Which is so therefore you're a socialist, right? So the amount of times that I've been shouted down. Uh, during conversations by people that are currently using their government subsidized uh, loan and they're receiving their governance, government subsidies for their unemployment or they're making sure that they're cashing their social security check every freaking month. Yeah, dude, there's parts of socialism in our government and whether you agree with it or disagree with it, it's not necessarily an inherently bad thing. So it's like there's if if you view someone as a socialist... What is the point in yelling at them? Like, what? they just disagree with you. Well, I, I mean, well, isn't that the so, point of socialism? <laughs> socialism like, is a buzzword. No, no, no. Like, almost a utopian. Like, yeah, it's like a utopian state that we can never really reach. Sure, sure. It's an and ideal. I, I wouldn't argue that, right? I, I wouldn't argue that. I just think it's really interesting that. Uh, what was the thing? What was the thing I was getting yelled at about, Jim? Was it? Was it one of the? Was it the? The cop thing that I was getting yelled at about that one day. I'm trying to remember, but somebody was when? just like, <clears throat> somebody was attacking me personally because I had a certain position on something that they disagreed with. <clears throat> and this was on Facebook. It was a friend of ours, his wife and his mother in law were just like killing me one night. And I was like, I just disagree. It's okay, guys. And I'm just, I never understood that if you disagree with me, you're a Nazi. And by the way, Democrats and Republicans, conservatives and liberals both do that. I don't understand it. I just I just would like to know where that comes from. Well, I mean, socialism is a buzzword. So, uh-huh. I mean, true socialism to somebody who believes that. I don't know what I'm trying to say. So, like, from the point of view of the people I think you're talking about, mm-hmm. socialism is communism. Sure. But I understand your point of view where there are aspects of socialism that aren't necessarily communism. Right. Such as unemployment. Right. Which everybody's set up for. Companies pay into it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's available to everybody. Sure. <clears throat> and and that's not the same as communism. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it... I guess I, I think... I feel like that became a buzzword, a pejorative, a term of opposition... Based on anyone who, based on that attitude of anyone who disagrees with me is the enemy, you know, like, and the reason I go back to it is that you and I can argue about one thing or another, but it never changes my opinion about you personally. I go, oh, that is his point of view. And he disagrees with me. That is okay. Because we both like fart jokes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, but I, and I don't. Well, because I, we're friends anyways. That's what I was saying at the beginning, because we're friends, but you take two people that don't have anything in common and they're just arguing they're on Twitter with each other arguing about a point. Sure. You know, then, then no, I don't expect well, anything more than just a, an angry argument. Well, sure. And then, and I would, I, I would even go so far as to say, if you want to get angry, hoot and holler about the point, that's fine with me too. Right. So like you and I get into an argument or myself and someone else gets into an argument. I will not, the, I will not call them a name unless it's in jest. Right. So, uh, <laughs> So, but so if we're arguing about policy or we're arguing and, and I'm giving you, I'm giving you the business about, um, 
you know, you and I, I know that you and I could have a very long argument about systemic, what was called systemic racism, but I don't like to use that term, right? But the inherent flaws in the system that allows people to do bad things and get away with it, okay? Uh, that, that applies to both white people and black people, white cops and black cops, doesn't matter, right? You and I can have that argument, and there are points that you're going to say that I disagree with, points that I will say that, that you will disagree with, but nowhere in that conversation... <clears throat> Should I start talking about what a bad person you are? <laughs> like, sure. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah. understand why when you're talking about, okay, person A and person B on Twitter, they get into a heated argument about uh, Black Lives Matter, right? None of that has to do with the individuals. They, sh- they are supposed to be arguing about the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that gets heated, I'm okay with it, but I don't understand why, like, uh, you know, and you'll, you'll see this a lot, depending on your circles. You're either too liberal or you're too conservative or you're not Christian enough or you're not compassionate enough for a Christian. Like, so if I'm a, if I'm a uh, diehard Christian, but I also have liberal leanings, I might look at you and go, well, as a Christian, Jim, you should be more compassionate. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about, bitch. You know what I mean? Let's get it together here and let's talk about what we're talking about. Otherwise, like what you, you, you're attacking the person for no good reason. So when my wife and I get in an argument, I tell her she's ugly. <laughs> that's not that's not okay. Oh. Well, that's perfectly fine, Jim, because if you don't tell your wife she's ugly in an argument to win it, you're not really a Christian. And how's she going to get better? Right. <laughs> Skulk around here like a dog been hit too much or ain't been hit enough. I can't make up my mind. <laughs> I put my hands. I put my hands. On, on my head. I put my hands. On... <laughs> On my head, like this, <laughs> Jim. Have you ever have you ever asked your wife for sugar? Have you? Ever, I have sugar. <laughs> Give me sugar in water. In water. Gabe, have what you was the station here? Gabe, what was the last political argument you got into? I tend to stay away from them just because exactly the sort of the principles that you I, I just it uh, political argument for me just turns into sort of a centrist questioning of why any sort of personal values are being attacked. Really, the entire point you just made. Oh, I got you. Uh, I, just, uh, I just I sigh and I walk away. Yeah. So, yeah. so Jim, am I stupid for when I do try to have like a conversation about ideal? Yeah, you walk ide- away because you know you're lost the argument. <laughs> Because I know I'm not a Christian. If I'm if I'm com- if I'm completely honest with myself and with you guys, I, I will ha- I will be willing to engage in a conversation about. I'd rather not get into the politics of things, but like ideologies, right? So, um, the question uh, when people start arguing about politics, I'll just break it down to: Well, where are you coming from? What are you trying to accomplish? This is what I think. And sometimes I'm willing to engage in that that conversation, but I oftentimes just feeling just like I say at the beginning. Uh, the beginning of the show, I'm so in the middle on so many things that I often just feel like people just hate me for dis because I I disagree with enough of my uh, right wing friends for them to get really upset a lot, and then I disagree enough with my left wing friends for them to think that I'm a horrible human being. Like right. to to for as someone who thinks that social <laughs> health care should just be a given, it's in- unfathomable to some of my friends that I think that. Th- Unless you're willing to directly address the Second Amendment, you can't do anything about gun control. It's completely off limits, right? Right. I mean, if you want to rewrite the Second Amendment, go ahead. Good luck with that. 
But otherwise, you don't really have any ground to stand on on going after the guns or whatever, right? And so you're like, D- it's almost like I thought you were one of us or you're not one of us. And you're like, no, I didn't say I was. Why are you upset? What's well, like these? I was watching this live stream last night of the of the the DC statue thing, like okay. for a little while. Yeah, and that's like these these uh, like so some of these black protesters would go up to black cops that are standing guard mm-hmm. and like getting in their face and like making them feel bad because they should be out there protesting because they're black. Well, let's remember they're heroes, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're being doing their job as a cop and their skin colors make a difference exactly apparently they they should be all out in agreement with this just because they're black right right and it's like well what if what if i'm black and i don't feel the same way that you do isn't that allowed right or what if what if i live in kansas city and i don't have like i don't feel the way that you make barbecue food (laughs) wait a minute where's the mesquite barbecue (laughs) i bet you didn't vote for trump get out of here i'm just but I think that it's wishful thinking to to want to have any amount of civility, which is why I'm ama- like I will catch myself. I'm talking to this person about ideologies and stuff, and I, I I know they're they're they will eventually just try to start making me feel bad. And you're like, why? Like, why do I do this to myself? It's like the the goal the goal is not to have a conversation about whatever it is we're talking about. It's like, oh, how can I make this person feel bad for disagreeing with me? Right. Well, it's that that thing that people say: once you lose an argument, you got to go attack the person. Well, and yeah, I just said that terrible, but you know what I mean. Yeah, when you've run out of an argument, you attack the person, right? The uh, yeah, yeah. the uh, at, that was uh that was uh what you sent me uh the other the other week. It was I was actually musing about this very subject when I sent you like logical fallacies, and I was just sort of retreading some of the conversations I had had over the last two days. And uh, I was like, oh, this person was using this fallacy. And then you texted me back and said you spelled fallacy with a PH. <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> so speaking of cops, we are going to take a look at some mud shots next, Jim. We're going to try a new game where we are. M-U-G-G. Going- M-U-G-G. Oh, double G. Yeah. Puddle of <laughs> mugs. <laughs> sun giver of all life the mayans worship the sun then they disappeared without a trace don't let this happen to you the fact is if you spend time in the sun you're almost certain to die all leading medical practitioners have determined sun exposure causes cancer and heartburn i'm an expert going in the sun is as dangerous as smoking or living too near a nuclear power station oh no not chemo again no never again with tropicarcinoma Keep out the sun's dangerous rays with Tropicarcinoma. It's a unique blend of coconut oil, zinc, aluminum, boron, magnesium, and other volatile metals to neutralize the sun's rays and form a chemical shield. It's just great for the skin and the IQ. Tropicarcinoma. I'm a lifeguard and I love Tropicarcinoma. I even coat my eyeballs and digestive tract. I'm white as a sheet and shooting blanks. I feel great about myself, and that's important. A friend of mine asked me, why spend time in the sun if it's dangerous and you don't want to tan? And I just laugh and try not to think about it. Tropicarcinoma. Give the sun a challenge. Oh, kids, you look like we're going to another funeral. Dad, we're bored. 
You teach your children a lot of good American values, but have you taught them how to have fun? For family entertainment that doesn't stop, head on over to the Starfish Resort and Casino in Las Venturas. You deserve this kind of fun. Water slides, shooting range, and the kids love the Giggle Dome. Plus, we've got the hottest gaming in town. Nobody offers you more gaming value. And you'll teach the kids some important life lessons about real capitalism. <laughs> Dad, I lost all my money. You've learned a valuable lesson. Son, it's time for your first lap dance. <laughs> yeah, guns! Time is meaningless in the land of tomorrow. It's the Starfish Resort and Casino Hotel in Las Venturas. Mom can go all night on the one-armed bandits while the kids visit the Little Tykes Pawn Shop. How'd you do, Charisse? I busted myself and sold a kidney. That's my girl. Share the love with your family, the love of money, and the Starfish Resort and Casino has the best buffet in Las Venturas, featuring our world-famous bacon trough. The Starfish Resort and Casino. This kind of fun should be illegal. Coming soon. Games GeoCities BLR website. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. And he starts singing like, you know, if you're on the tour bus or well, I don't think they tour anymore. Gabe, do it. Sing it, Jim. <laughs> Go ahead, Gabe, do it. Uh, I don't know the words. I need a different I do with a different I do Thank you that this too I do but you have a clue You need to like you need to go low, Brad, like you're trying to, like you're trying to tighten your sphincter as you're lifting something. <laughs> like Shaq when he's tweeting in the early 2000s, sound like you're pooping. Oh man, I think I want to play that song every time now. The parkour got you in the chorus, dude. <laughs> oh, I know, I'm terrible, dude. I've never, I've never been good at guitar. All right. Oh, you doing a line of? Jim wanted more energy. He's apparently doing lines of coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm X. It's coming out. Huh? Allergies, bro. Oh no. Are oh you, yeah. Are, are you? Do you have Just bad allergies, like, Brad? You've never been to. Never did until like. You've never been to like a... What game? Until when, Jim? What? A... I was saying you've never been good at guitar, but Jim's been good at doing coke. <laughs> it's trade off. Allegedly, yeah. If I, if I had a bag of heroin, I'd be better at guitar. Um, <laughs> Jim's like, that bar chord ate you alive. <laughs> uh, nah, I know. I was trying to remember the chords like as I came up to the... At, when I got to the chords, I'm trying to remember what chords go here now. That was what I was telling you about that one time where I was like... Uh, remember I asked you a question about playing fifth chords, whether you use your ring yeah. finger or your, your pinky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use my ring finger a lot, and that's sometimes where I'll lose... Woo, I'll lose the major third. And I'll just play the octave because I, I won't have the right pressure or whatever. But I hate using my pinky. <clears throat> it feels so weird using your pinky for anything other than a bar chord. So isn't a power a power chord is the is three it's, fingers, right? It's oh, I'm sorry. I meant I said three. No, a power chord is 
just uh, it's just one five in the octave. Yeah, so that's three fingers. Three fingers on a. You got the. You still do it like a bar chord, though. You're just playing the bottom string in the next two. So like third fret on the E string. Uh huh. Open A. Fifth fret on the G string and fifth fret on the D string, right? Ah. So like. It's been a while since I did it. So like, if I want to do an F, right? I'm just on the first fret here, and then my ring finger is pressing third fret on uh, on the A and the G. Oh, so you're using the same finger to press for the A and the G. Yep. Oh, see, I just use I use the ring and the pinky. Oh, you're a psychopath. I do the same thing, actually. Yeah. Because even so if I it's don't like c- a Green Day song, it's, yeah. Because otherwise I get mute. I mute the next string up sometimes by accident. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. That's what I mean. Sometimes my sometimes if I use a power chord, it'll just sound like. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> I hate that <laughs> guitar mischaps. Uh, what are we working on? What are we working on? We got the game here. Uh, I was uh, I was working on something. I was trying to get the old clicks, Gabe. I was trying to get the clicks on the YouTube. So I was trying. Clicks. Remember that time when I was complaining about Joe Rogan? I went back on the YouTube channel and I changed the thumbnail to Joe Rogan to see if that would make a difference on the amount of uh, views on the YouTube. How did it do? uh, It didn't make any difference whatsoever. (laughs) It doesn't have uh, facial recognition. Well, it's it's weird. I'm so terrible at uh, search engine optimization and it's scary. I don't even know. Gabe, how do you do you just put the hashtags in your description to hashtag your video or how does that work? I'm so lost. I have no idea what I'm doing. You're it's getting just, into a vast forest of, uh, I know. of we'll get, different techniques right here. We'll get, Let get, me be your machete. <laughs> so so when you click on a YouTube video, there will be hashtags at the very top. How do I get those? That's what I'm trying to do. Hashtags at the very top. So I want to put out I want to put out a video and then put like hashtag <clears throat> socialism, right? Does it go in the description? <laughs> what if Jim? What if we do a concerted effort to attract far left socialists to be? I think that would be great. I think they're going to get stuck on our use of the f word. Don't you think? they like, I don't think that's. I don't think that that's ever funny. That's never funny. Oh, that type. Yeah. The, well, like there are people that really think that really think they should just like uh, we should just go full on socialism, the whole kit and caboodle. Right. Um, those guys rule. Um, yeah, they do. So the the police are out there, and they're they're keeping us away from all these terrible looters, Jim. But they also catch regular people, and when regular people get caught, they have mud shots taken on themselves. And <laughs> today, mud shots. And today, Gabe is going to help us guess the charges. Okay, so <clears throat> in many cases that we're going to be talking about, these people may or may not have been convicted, but they were charged with the with the crimes that are listed with Gabe. So. Gabe, uh, tell us about this first person. Yep. So this first person was. So I'm just reading the charges. You guys guess the name, right? No, 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 no. We're the game is called Guess the Charges. No Skaruski. You tell us the name of the person, and then Jim and I are gonna guess what we think this guy got charged with. So I was thinking this the other day. Do you guys like? Would the name be enough to tip off? You guys to what they did? Because if you know the person and you know what the charge is, wouldn't you be able to guess the charge pretty easily regardless of the mugshot? 
you're not, you're Gabe, you're not, Gabe, you're not telling us the charge. Well, no, that's what I was saying. So the first guy's oh, name, oh, this you lovely like, windswept oh, guy. Oh, if you know who Austin Jones is, I don't you know the charge. I don't. Gabe, this is a this is a gentleman by the name of Austin Jones. This of is his name is Austin. <laughs> this is him going to court. This what? windswept fella is on his way to court. His <laughs> name is Austin Jones. What would the charge be, you guys? Jim, you go first. Is it a take turns thing? Yeah. Well, All we're, right, we're Jim, just sort of, you go first. We're just trying to break it down here. I like the. I like how he still went to dress up for court. It's a, just a regular ass Walmart polo shirt, white polo shirt. He's Jordan, handsome, though. Brand. To love him would be a crime against the state, but not to love him would be a crime against my heart. Oh, uh, so man. I need to guess the charge. Um, yeah. Um. 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 Public lewdness. Ooh, public lewdness. I'm gonna go with DUI. Personal favorite. <laughs> So, Jim, you have public lewdness. Brad, you have DUI. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, DUI. All right. Austin Jones is a YouTuber charged with receipt of child pornography, <laughs> serving a 10-year sentence in prison. Which is going to be commuted to probably half of that. Okay. And so I guess this is what he looks like in, in real life when he's not when he's not going to court for child <clears> pornography. <throat> Oh, he he looks like he's in child pornography on whoa, this one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He just went from like uh, twenty to fourteen. Yeah, what's up H- with that? Age twenty to four. That's weird. I think that's a filter. Yeah, I think he's like attracting fourteen-year-olds with the filters or something. All right, here's the next one. Next one, guys. This is Dylan Birch. Guess his charge. Dylan Jim, you Birch. go first. Boo! Farting without a license. <laughs> He's very serious in this picture. He's 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 staring a hole into my soul, Jim. Yeah, he is. He's trying well, to. Commu- he's going. To, he's he's going to, to jail, Brad. He's they call trying, him the stare. He's trying to communicate something to me to me non verbally. Telepathy, I'm, unlicensed telepathy. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a bit mesmerized here. Do you think he? Do you think that's, that's what, what he, he wants you to be? <laughs> you think that's how he <laughs> stared at the police officer when he got pulled over, or whatever? And the judge. And the judge. <laughs> I'm not guilty. He just tried to burn a hole in him. He does look like he could have been in the uh, the Phantom Menace. Is DUI? To... If if Brad said DUI and I said DWI, are they each dif- different enough? I think this game is so. I think if it's within the ballpark, I think we'll 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 count it because it's going to be very hard. We're, think, we're talking about all laws everywhere, right? right. So I'm going to say domestic abuse. Domestic abuse. That's not a bad one. All right, it's and Brad, he's trying it to never is. He's. <laughs> Hmm. And Brad, Mr. Birch is trying to tell you with his eyes, I, I did not yet. do I this crime. What is it? Shoplifting. I'm going to go with shoplifting. Oh, that's a good one. I think you're right. All right, Jim, you're going domestic abuse. And Brad, you're going shoplifting. Is that like right? Sh- he looks like a shoplifter. <laughs> Dylan Birch, also a YouTuber, told Disney there is an active shooter in the park. Charged with disturbing <laughs> the peace, certainly intoxication, he served three days in jail. Okay. Oh. So he was. And this was, is him in real life, Brad. Was this? Uh, was he attempting to do a video when he did that? Or huh. I think I actually know this. I believe he actually just phoned the park, almost like um, you know, if you report back in the day, people would report bomb threats. Oh yeah. man! I think he did the same and just called Those them, reporting that there's an active shooter in the park. Here's how old we are. <laughs> bomb threats used to not be an FBI investigation. Like if somebody called a bomb threat into a school. <laughs> They would be like, all right, guys, it's fine. Everything's cool. Get back to work. <laughs> like nowadays, the, the school shuts down and the FBI shows up the next day. 
It's ridiculous. With the swirl well, coming. Sometimes the same day. Oh, yeah. Well, is there, an F- is there an FBI office like in every city? I think so. How does that work? I know there's one here in Phoenix. It was very, it was on the north side by about where I used to live. North side? So like every major city or whatever has a federal building, mm. I think. And that's oh, and where they would. Uh, there's like three jack offs just sitting in an office. It's like a remote office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one that oh, we have God. here. <laughs> oh, Lord. Jeez. Heath Ledger. <laughs> this is not Heath Ledger, but close. This is Jeremy Garnier or Garnier. Garnier. Just like the shampoo. <laughs> the shampoo. <laughs> Jim and Brad, guess his charges. Brad, what do you think? You go first. And or Jim. Is, he, one. is this not the movie theater shooter? This is not the movie theater okay, shooter. Okay, this is not him. No, he was redheaded and not dressed up like the Joker. He is dressed up like the Joker. He's even wearing a facsimile of the Joker's shirt in The Dark Knight because <clears throat> Joker's had Joker had like a he had like a custom. The whole deal was that he had custom clothes. On. God, my voice today. Custom clothes, <laughs> custom clothes on. Mm. Okay, this guy's crazy as a bat, dude. He's having too much fun. He's yeah. like he's happy. He's happy he's to be happy. there. <laughs> yeah. That's what he wanted. Okay. Uh <laughs> this guy did something t- uh, we the other last guy just did disturbing the peace, right? So this guy Right. This guy was attempted bank robbery. Like the Joker in The Dark Knight. Yeah. It's a solid guess. So Jim, I'm what say, do you think? I'm gonna say um because a couple of years ago, we had those clown scares where everybody's dressed like a clown. Uh-huh. And after a while, people got, you know, the cops called on them because it was oh, okay. disturbing people so much. Right. But I don't know what I'm going to like. I don't know what the charge would be. So, like, I don't know. I guess we'll go back to lewdness. Always go back to lewdness. <laughs> Always go back to lewdness. That's my All guess. right. So, Brad, you have robbing a bank. Jim, you have public lewdness once more. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeremy Garnier was threatening to kill people until his live stream reached 1,000 views <laughs> in Universal City while dressed as the Joker. Oh, my Lord. <clears throat> my live stream. <laughs> That's hilarious. What, what was the charge now? It doesn't say the charge specifically. However, I'm sure it was along the lines be something of for like, some uh, sort of. Yeah, there's got to be like threatening public violence or something like that. I'm yeah. sure. All right. Alleged assault or intention to insult. Oh, or... God. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so, Jim and Brad, this next one, Charlene Thompson, what was her charge? What is going on with, what is going on with that eye, dude? It's like one eye is from a different head. They're they're both humongous eyes, but one is but like bigger than the other. Yeah, one's done up differently too. It's the eyelashes, dude. That like she's got like Venus flytraps for eyelashes. <laughs> Little one hint: the charge had nothing to do with her black and yellow fa- false eyelashes. I think oh, one's pointed at the camera, and one's pointed up. Is what it is. I'll tell you right now that hairline is criminal. <laughs> Boy, that is that. That girl has got some high, high forehead, bro. That girl is poison, as mm. they used to say. Brad and Jim, this, what was you, her I, charge? I don't know the charge yet, but I'll tell you right now, she had a stroke. So if you look on the right side of her face, which is our left, that one lip is drooping down, and that's also the eye that looks all effed up. 
So she's. Yeah, had- I think she's just frowning. Hmm. Guess that charge. I'm going to say. Uh, it's got to have. Some, it's got to have something to do with kids. Uh, child abuse. This this woman has abu- abused a child. I'm going to say abuseful to animals. Animal abuse. <laughs> I'm going to say an abuser of themselves. Right. Really, what's the difference? <laughs> All right, so Brad, you're going abusing of the children, and Jim, you're abusing animals. I All right. The children so the Charlene children. Thompson was convicted, or excuse me, it was at least charged of felonious assault and endangerment charges Damn after it. she poured hot grease on another person during an <laughs> argument. Oh, shoot. You nailed that. Dang, she poured hot grease. She tried to boil them in oil like the medieval times, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, but it wasn't a child. No, just a person. Could, Man, felonious assault, dude. Should have went with the more general. Yeah, yeah. What number are we on, Gabe? On the next one? Well, they should have just agreed with her. Oh. We're going to number seven next, Brad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there she is. All right. Oh, she. Yeah, that that, is that a looks she. like Joe Dirt, that huh? Is, it, it looks like a Lord of the Rings dude. That is Castell, excuse me, Castell Clo. I have my guess. What was her? Tra- Whenever you're ready, Jim, I have my guess. I think I know where I'm at on this. Looks one. like Sean Bean's character from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> All right, uh, you want go me? Ahead. To, uh, I'm going to guess uh, possession of drug drug paraphernalia. I'm going to say possession of Satan. <laughs> this bitch, this bitch is a tweaker. If I ever saw one. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's drug. It's got to be drug related. Um, I'm just going with the paraphernalia because they always get you with that one. Not that I would know, but they do. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit back on my public lewdness. That's got to come up eventually. <laughs> All right, Jim, we're going with public lewdness of Brent again. Brad, you have possession of drugs, more specifically paraphernalia, right? Right. Castell was charged with assault with a deadly weapon trespassing and public nuisance for shouting threats at children on a playground <laughs> while holding a pickaxe. Oh, Whoa. Shoot. Oh, I so believe we're going to give this one to you, Brad, oh, for public nuisance she's with my your public lewdness. She's my child abuser. Dude, she was yelling at kids with a pickaxe. She is, she rules. <laughs> that is, the, that is the most beef move I've ever heard of, dude. <laughs> I like my kids on the playground. I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> Hey, so next. so wait, 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 why does Brad get a point? No, you get a point, Jim. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, because he right. said public nuisance is pretty close to public lewdness. I disagree. Correct. But all right. This guy's got a tattoo. We on his can take back the point if you would like. I don't you. think it's the same thing. Lewdness is is uh I think it's it's not the same thing. I'm not exactly sure, and I apologize if this makes anyone uncomfortable. I'm not exactly sure about his tattoo, but I, I know that it says I blank teen blank. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So just as I was about oh, to ask Jim no. for clarification, should lewdness be more of the, well, we'll just read number eight's tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> I'm a porn star and I blank teen blank. <laughs> Christopher Wilson is the name of this man in the mugshot. What was his charge? Looks like Charlie Manson. He does. I'm. So, I, do you mind if I go? You go right first. Yeah. I want to hit that lewdness again, bro. <laughs> All right. All right. Now this, see, this is the winner. I think that this one is built to throw us off. I think that when it says "I blank teen blank," we're thinking about child oh, child right. child problems. But uh, I think that this, this guy is looks way more like a serial killer than a child pornographer. So I'm going to go with serial killer. 
All right, so Christopher Wilson was charged of sexual imposition and assault after kicking a woman to the ground before groping her near the University of Cincinnati <laughs> campus. Oh. He, just, he pulled a Grand Theft Auto on her. He just kicked her to the ground. What, what is that? All right, that guy's gross. What's in that? Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> right, and next in this mugshot, the name of this lovely lady is Brandy Lerma. Guess her charge. Gabe, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go right ahead and say that uh, she she was she possessed cocaine. I'll go real specific. That is a cocaine face I've ever seen one. All right, wait, 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 no, no, she doesn't have bloodshot eyes. What is going on with her face, Jim? PCP, bro, dude. Angel dust. All right, so let it's gonna be a drug charge. I'm just gonna say possession of drugs again, but man. Yeah, you're right. She's on so not paraphernalia. Just you're saying possession of the. Yeah, actual I was going to be specific with cocaine, but she doesn't have bloodshot eyes, which means that she's got something else <clears> going on. But I, I'm not familiar enough. I want to keep on mine, but because I know it's got to come up, but I'm not going to just to for the sake of variety for the uh-huh. show. But yeah. I know you got to be show. on the right track. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to double up on yours, so I got to come up with something else, and I'm going to say. Man, other charges. I'm going to say attacking a police officer or some kind of violence to, to a cop. Violence to a cop? Like resisting arrest. Sure. That, you know sure. what I mean? That yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. That's an interesting way to go. That is something that crazy people do. Boy, she All right, so crazy Brad, you're going a... possession of a substance, and Jim, you're going with some sort of obstruction or, or violence to an authority figure, right? Yes. Right. All right. Brandy Lerma was charged for drunk driving with her unbuckled child in the vehicle. Oh, no. Wow. What did she have? Whoa. Man. Right. And next is number 10. This scholarly looking gentleman is named <laughs> Wade Allen Smith. <laughs> the tattoos on his face, unlike the other gentlemen's, I don't seem to see any actual verbiage. Brad and Jim, what was his charge? Yeah, those are prison tattoos. I know the spider tattoo right now. I can tell you that's a prison tattoo. So you can go ahead first, Jim, because I kind of already know what I'm going with. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to say he's in prison. Um, I'm going to go back to the domestic abuse. Domestic abuse. I don't think abuse, that's yeah. come up yet, right? Yeah, that's fine. If you go with domestic I'm going to go more general. I'm going to say this was a... Uh, he got charged with uh, battery, assault and battery. But if Jim's more, if Jim is more specific and correct, then the point goes to him. All right. So for number ten, Wayne Allen Smith, we have a tie, and I'm going to have ask you guys another question. All right. To be the tiebreaker, Follow so question. he was charged for domestic battery. Jim, you guessed oh! domestic abuse. <laughs> Bradley, you guessed assault, assault and battery. battery. Give it to Jim because so, he got the domestic thing. Now he nailed it. So that's really we'll follow-up question. I'm curious about the follow-up question. So the tiebreaker is: What did he throw? <laughs> <laughs> what what he was throw the it? what was the act of assaults? <clears throat> what uh, who was it directed towards? It's got to be his wife. If it's domestic battery, his girlfriend. Yeah, okay. or right. Sure. Which body part? 
Which, which body part well, and which object? All right, he threw. Yes. This is like Clue now. It was like yes, we're playing Clue over at <laughs> uh, Derivative of. Uh, let's see. How did Wade Allen Smith go to jail for domestic battery? Uh, he using a with a to a. He threw a paint can at her head. All right, was, Jim, your like, guess. He was sniffing miss, the paint at the time he got into the argument. I'm going to say an air conditioner. <laughs> He threw yeah, an air conditioner at his girlfriend's. Dude, if that oh. would have connected, that would have been it. What body part? <laughs> uh, her, um, her, her, her rear end. <laughs> he threw an air conditioner at her ass. Threw an, I don't know. Air conditioner at her rear end. Jim, I, and we're going to give this point to Brad because I believe he would have been charged for far more than domestic battery had he connected with that. He <laughs> threw a cookie at his girlfriend's forehead. So, a Brad, cookie? you were half right. We'll give you the point for number 10. They they took him to jail for domestic battery by throwing a cookie? Well, what kind of cookie was it? A nookie was cookie. Was it a chewy or a crunchy? <laughs> we oh, don't know all the details, Dude, it was a crunchy. Right? Yeah, it was a, it was a hard uh Chips Ahoy. Are, are we done? Are we have enough? Uh, are we done with pr- uh, pictures or we got more? <laughs> oh, we have two more, Brad. Two more. All right. We're super late. And we're tied one to one right now. Yeah, so, I know. So I hear you. I one hear of you. these could be a tiebreaker. Oh! Whoa. Next, it's this David is Wines. Ronald Gaines. What was his charge? <laughs> and just to give you guys a hint, it was not. Being too handsome with the smile that won't quit. He's got a Brad. We were talking. It? Weren't we talking about digital camo last week, Jim? He's got like a weird, yeah. great digital camo. Um, I'm going to just get right to the point here. He was drunk. He public intoxication. <clears throat> All right, Brad. Um, you're or you're going with public intoxication, Jim? Seems like he's trying to be silly. Like he's not too. Like it seems like more of a juvenile type of crime hmm, so i'm gonna say yeah. breaking and entering Ooh. all right breaking and entering brand you're going in public intoxication ronald Gaines was charged for first degree attempted murder after a botched <laughs> robbery where he is suspected of shooting two men in the whoa. rear whoa profiling whoa. did not work in this case jim we profiled See this man in the rear all end. End. he shot people in the rear end shot two men Suspected of shooting two men in the rear end. <laughs> Last one. This will be for the game, potentially, guys. Number 12. His name is Travis Clay. What was his charge? Oh, man, I'm going to have to go with public intoxication again because he's wearing a St. Patty's Day shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my lucky shirt. Apparently not. <laughs> it's it's not a bad day. Uh, oh, All right, man. Brad's going public intoxication once more. Jim, what was his charge? If it's lewdness, I'm going to be very upset, but I'm not because I'm not going to say lewdness. Um, I'm going to go back to the. Uh, I'll go back to the animal cruelty towards animals. Travis Clay, his charge. Jim, you're going with. The abuse of animals, Brad, you're going public intoxication once more. He was charged with driving with a suspended license and not providing proper ID. Have you ever been pulled over for driving with a suspended license, Jim? No. No, you're too goody two-shoes, man. All right. Fine. Be that Sorry way. Sorry about that. Yeah, dude, I've been pulled over for that so many times, it's ridiculous. All right, what do you Gabe, ever license suspended for? Well, it's hard being poor, That's the Jim. question. It's hard being poor when you're 18, okay? It's not easy. Being cheesy. <laughs> Gabe, we are super late. We got to get to the news. 
through. It's like, yeah. Is that when only his boss died? We only in the nuclear... lost Los Angeles and, and Houston or whatever it was. Well, that's a win. When you lose Los Angeles, that's fine. <laughs> but is that when his boss died? He like sacrificed himself or whatever and... Doesn't he come back in season four or something? No, not the same guy. It was like Ryan Chappelle or something like that. Not you were you are more of the twenty four guy than me. So I yeah, I, I was hardcore. I don't remember the uh, I don't remember the details quite as well. So, but we I gotta was, get we gotta get to these these uh, these footies you were telling me about, Jim, because this is very cryptic. What you told me, footy. Well, I don't think it was cryptic what I told you, but I think it was cryptic what you left segment one off at. at. But, no, because uh, remember you told me, you're like, I'm afraid to tell you. <laughs> I am afraid. I, I, I'm afraid to bring it up. Every, it's kind of funny. Everything I mention on this show, I'm afraid to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, because... It was like when we did our uh, our music show. The, oh, yeah, uh, I know. The iPod, yeah. What's on your iPod or whatever it was. Oddly self-conscious about that from a music guy. Yeah, to this day, to this day. Um, so I've, I've kind of rediscovered something from my youth, which I enjoy doing. Like I mentioned the, uh, the Nintendo masturbation. (laughs) 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 What's that? Oh man. (laughs) Like I mentioned the Nintendo thing earlier on and I've been playing, I don't know. I, I go through spells like every year or two that I, you know, I get out the games and I, I jam on the Nintendo and the Zelda and stuff. Right. And it's cool. It's just it's like a uh it's like a link to, you know, your past and Oh wait, to the t- past. <laughs> oh, look what I just did. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> Ironically, I do not own that game, but I'm looking to buy it. You are one of, you are one of those people that think that that's a good game. I I just thought that game sucked so hard, dude. I like all the old Zelda games though. Oh. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So so you're playing Nintendo and 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 how does this yeah and 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 this and that. So one of the uh, the particulars that I have kind of rekindled from my childhood years is <laughs> happened over the past weekend while I was in Target, <laughs> not on Black Friday. <laughs> well, you go to Target a lot, man. You got something against Walmart or any other regular store? No, I, I don't have anything against Walmart, but we happen to be in Target that day. And, you know, Christmas is coming up and all that, right? So, um, we passed by the, uh, <laughs> we passed by the kids section, right? The boys section. Yeah. Which I don't particularly do shopping in that section, but my boys happen to need a belt and <gasps> I got the, I got them a belt and I happen to be going past the pajama rack. <laughs> and what do I see? But <laughs> what do I see? But a, a, a rack full of footy pajamas, you know what I'm talking about with a, the the well, full well, of the one piece pajamas with a feet on the bottom. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You have six kids, dude. Aren't they all wearing like one piece pajamas or whatever? No, the, my my youngest kid is four. He'll be five like at the beginning of next year, and he hasn't worn them in I don't know a couple of years. Right. So none of them wear them anymore. And okay. I saw these things, and I freaked out. I know they've been around, but uh-huh. I haven't really seen them as a viable thing until now. And it, incidentally, the uh, the extra large in boys fits me perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is bigger than you think. When it, even, <laughs> to a to a T. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's you can't just leave with that. How do you even find out that an extra large boys <laughs> one yeah, piece well, pajama fits you? 
I held it up go- to myself. Yeah, you know but what I'm I saying? mean, you have uh, you have a man's waist. So even if it's no, I don't. Long, <laughs> I don't have a man's waist. I've got a 32 inch waist. That's a <laughs> that's a dude's size, dude. They don't. There's no kids with 32 waist unless they're like 400. Yes, pounds. there are, dude. Kids are huge these days. It's all the hormones and the chemicals and food. The kids are freaks <laughs> these days. I'm serious. And and the extra large size. It was. Admittedly, when you look at the rack, the rack, the rack from <laughs> always checking out the rack from from back ways from, you know, 10, 20 feet away, the extra large pair of footy pajamas did look a little freakish alongside the kids clothes. <laughs> I mean, they were like five, you know, five and a half feet up in the air from the ground. So I grabbed a pair. I held them up to me and it looked like an exact fit. So I grabbed them. I, I was I, <clears throat> my wife was there. She was laughing at me, but I was like, am I a freak? Are you going to think I'm a total freak if I buy these? I mean, of course, Jim, she does, Jim, I'm pretty sure your wife got over you being a freak like a long time ago. This is true. That's exactly Otherwise, we wouldn't be where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> so she was laughing and she's like, no, I want a pair, too. So <laughs> that's I guess that's the next step. But are I took there, these you things. You guys have his and hers. One we will <laughs> we will but we took them home i took them home and i i jumped right into them and dude i i don't want to take them off <laughs> i want to spend my life in in these things like, they're the most comfortable things in the world just slip your work clothes on over them <laughs> That'd be awesome. i would i would recommend these things to anybody who can fit into them you know what that that does make sense you know if you could walk around in that one piece at work uh, <laughs> since you're coming up on the winter up there yeah you would be golden, dude. You wouldn't. Oh man! Hey, baby, guess what I'm wearing under this one piece? <laughs> guess what I'm? Pajamas. I'm wearing a one piece set of pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I had doubts because the uh, the legs were so freakishly long compared to the other sizes. But what, the they sleeves, were going to be too long for you. <laughs> I didn't know, but because they, they looked really long, and but the sleeves looked like they were freakishly short, like perspective wise like right, right, right. proportionately yeah. to the legs so but apparently it's not an issue because they fit perfectly and well, I, I i took a picture if you ever have to do anything manly you got to slide those sleeves up anyways right so well i told my wife i was like I, on the uh, on the i'll buy these on the account that they come with a with a with a butt flap oh. <laughs> but they don't so i don't know <laughs> oh we that's the second man ass reference that we've had on the show today <laughs> So I took a picture and uh, I have it right now. I, I I am reluctant to send it to you for out of fear of what you're going to do with it. Well, if you're if it has a butt flap, I absolutely do not want that picture it sent to me at all. It doesn't oh. have a flap of any kind, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, but uh, I I can run around these things or run up the stairs or run down the stairs, and I I feel like I'm seven years old again. I don't know it's, that that's a good thing, Jim. It's a good feeling. It is a good feeling. I trust me. And I'll tell you that I hate to be a one-upper, but I I will tell you the last time that I wore a one-piece pajama was I had to have been... A pajama. What? A pajama. What did I say? You said a pajama. That's funny to me. Forget it. It's kind of like a pagoda? (laughs) Sure. The last time that I wore a... uh, (laughs) This is super (laughs) gross. The last time I wore a one-piece pajama was shortly after one of my earlier hernia surgeries. Um, and sometimes that procedure leaves you to gastrointestinal problems. So 
And so I involuntarily put diarrhea all inside of the... Oh, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? That's <laughs> Oh, dude, I was like four and a half, and I was fresh off the oh. operating bed, dude. Okay, fresh and off I, the bed. But you do not know what it is like to just have diarrhea in every single part of that pajama from the waist down, man. <laughs> Uh, then it continued <laughs> it into was, your early teen years, right? But it was right. It was when my mom was having her quartet practice at the house. Like it was just oh, this big yeah. public disaster, dude. <laughs> there, so there's all the girls that are in the quartet and all their kids running around, and there's me <laughs> with just diarrhea from just in a one piece pajama. <laughs> nobody, ironically, nobody wondered who it was that the smell was emanating from because yeah, dude. That's a pretty obvious thing, you know, when, <laughs> when because you have the, the, you know, the feet down at the bottom, that stuff is not going anywhere. You oh, know what I mean? man, it pooled down to the feet. That's what I'm telling you. There was <laughs> so gross. I didn't realize it was that liquid that the, much of a, <laughs> <sighs> I was not just, dude, you don't understand what happened that night. And I never wore a one piece pajama the rest of my life. <laughs> You gotta get you gotta get past that. Promise me, you know, we talked about your um your commando fetish. And I'll call it a fetish. That is really no, it's not a sexual thing at all, man. Like not at all. Uh, I don't know. That's what you say, but we talked <laughs> all right. Well, whatever word you want to use. We talked about that. I I indulged you. I even went for the challenge for like a day. <laughs> right. I maybe I'll send you a pair for Christmas. <clears throat> Dude, but I don't know if not, they'll fit you. You will they not be able to find a one-piece pajama that is near my size. They, I'm sure they make them online for for big and tall. They probably make them <laughs> yeah. online for those. They probably make them online for those perverts that like to pretend they're kids. <laughs> Who are those sickos? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you might be on your way, bro. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. It's not that bad. But it's it's just amazing. It just I don't know. It's like playing Nintendo. It's like picking up the NES controller that you haven't touched since you were out of 10 uh-huh. and playing a game, legitimately playing a game, playing levels that you used to play. It's the same exact mindset. I, I agree with you, but what, psych, what psychologists like to call that behavior is regression. Um, or a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh, man. I don't even know. I'm going to look for you. I'm gonna, would you accept the gift? If it was in my power to give, if you if you could find a one piece pajama that would fit a two hundred pound six foot two person, <laughs> freak, you mean freak? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. God, then God bless you. I I hope you find one. When you talk and, about um, and we won't even talk about the pattern that I chose for myself for my pajamas. <laughs> Is it Transformers, Jim? No, I, I wish it were, but it's not. <laughs> it's much more. It's much more generic than that. Um. I will tell you the the pajamas that I diarrheaed all over were um, <laughs> sky blue with white white stripe. You know how the collar has that little elastic part on the top. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, white and 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 sky blue stripes. <laughs> not anymore. Bottom, it's not. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, I was just going to say the bottom of the footies was white until I got a hold of it. <laughs> you know, the, unfortunately, the uh, if you remember the feature that these things used to have, the little snap that went over the collar zipper. Yeah. Remember yeah, the yeah. little 
snap. Yeah, they had thing. a zipper and then it had a little button on top of the zipper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Regrettably, mind you, not have that, and I don't oh, know why. Oh, that is such a shame. It is a. It is. I remember. Cheap, I do remember. I have a pretty good long-term memory, so I do remember. I have some pre-four-year-old memories, and I remember that I had a pair of one-piece pajamas. And this is this goes beyond pajamas. Anything that involves a zipper that has that two or three um, uh, teeth that are out of alignment, or they went crooked, or they just <laughs> fell off one day, you know. And then and then that created that weird thing where because of that crack in the teeth, you could just open up your zipper from the bottom <laughs> after you zipped it all the way up and just find yourself naked sitting on the couch on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thus defeating the purpose of the one piece footy. The whole, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Throwing away the comfort, but, um, Oh, what was I going to say? I don't remember, but the, uh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. The, uh, the pattern is much more generic than that. I may be able to be talked into sharing the picture of myself on the Broken Link radio website um, for the right amount of cajoling. <laughs> Maybe for the good of the show, I will do that. Oh, man. We'll that, would be pre- that would be pretty awesome. I'm but not going to lie. That, that, would be a pretty, that would be a pretty sweet move on our part. No, we'll um, see. I'm going I'm to tell you this, though. Okay. We talked about Black Friday. The elections are over, um, and, and which means right after the elections, going into Thanksgiving, it gets a little. Uh, it's when you know everybody starts playing the Christmas music on the radio, right? And I almost feel like replacing all the morons on the radio is better with the Christmas music than any anybody that ever tried to be entertaining on the radio in the last five years because it's just it's all so terrible. You're saying that the Christmas music is a welcome respite from the morons from on the radio? Awful radio. Terrible radio. But also on the flip side, one of my least favorite shows is the best time to listen to it's the best time to listen to that show because she talks a lot less and it's mostly Christmas music. I am like you, I like Christmas music a lot. And by the way, I saw that you have how many how many Christmas albums do you say you have? Um I've Got I? It's been a while since I counted. I've I've got at least forty or fifty. Oh, that's that's insane. But if in that fifty or forty or so, you don't have Christmas with the Chipmunks, I mean, we may not be friends anymore. I've got two Christmas with the Chipmunks. Since. That is why we do this. <laughs> that is why nobody else likes us because <laughs> we love I had them. a playing. I had a playing when I put up my Christmas tree. <laughs> Get on the Patreon, scumbags. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Okay, we're super far behind, uh, but uh, Jim, you were asking you were uh, asking what was wrong with Gabe. I draw your attention to the production notes that I gave Gabe this week. <laughs> Remember when I texted you and I said I needed to find a polite way to tell Gabe that I hated the news segment last week? Yes. I never found a play way to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was advised to the news segment last week. <laughs> that was the news segment. So like all the other the other three or four segments were awesome. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're all learning, but I, I it was like here's what happened. This is what really happened. Remember how you know Jim, you've dealt with me a long time. I will just get stuck on something or obsessed with a, with something, and then I just get pissed off about it, and then I'm like. 
I, was, I gave up on the notion of finding a polite way of telling Gabe to do the news better this week. So I was like, Gabe, the news, I'm editing the show right now, and the news for this week sucks. And I was like, here's everything you need to do in order for it to be better. Uh, I'm reading, I just noticed the lines. <laughs> yeah, dude, that just, I was so angry. Not necessarily at Gabe, I was just angry that the segment was Well, it's funny because it... Go ahead. Because it sort of came out thirteen messages of this is what I this is what I need you to do to make the news better, and then it was thirteen messages that basically said nothing, do nothing, and when <laughs> this happens, do nothing. See, the uh, second point I, is what I don't agree with. So maybe during the news segment, but I I, I found I found it easy to play off of him during the rest of the cor- show. Last correct, week. yeah. It so brought I, an energy to my. I wrote I wrote on Gabe's news production notes. Absolutely no funny voices, but I only meant for the news segment. That's that is correct. <laughs> so that's that's how pissed I was. I wasn't even thinking straight. That's okay though. It's all it's all good. Gabe, you got to get to the news, buddy. Come on. All geez. right, let's get to my news and nonsense for the day. Are we gonna play in the? <clears throat> it's playing. Are we still doing the song? It's playing. Oh, it's playing. Okay. All right. The first story <laughs> from FoxNews.com out of Mexico. How was that? Mexico. I said, we're Don't you hate start. when somebody gives you a crappy excuse for being late? According to some of his ex-teammates, Guillermo Marino was very forthcoming about the struggle he had making it to practice on time with them. Gustavo, Lorenzetti, and Guillermo played together from 2011 to 2013. What Gustavo did they play? recalled a particularly wild morning. He says that he arrived late to one training because he was abducted by aliens. He gave us the entire explanation of what he felt and the rest of it. There are cases where the player says, I left and I came back two days later because I was kidnapped by aliens. I see, but I Guillermo is not that kind of player. <laughs> I thought you might think that's a solid excuse. <clears throat> I, uh, I just love the idea of somebody walking into the office and be like, hey man, those aliens, you know? And you, oh, how bad is how yeah? How else would you respond other than what? What are you talking about, aliens, bro? Get to your desk. Well, wait. So he's from this is Mexico. This is not necessarily aliens from another planet. <laughs> They're aliens from uh, Peru. Sure. This is a very valid point. Guillermo is a very proper guy. Everyone knows Guillermo Marino. He started to explain that he was suddenly lost and abducted by aliens. He explained that they were. That they take out your soul, and, <laughs> and all the while on the journey, they are looking after you. Well, where did they he put it when they were done? Do you- Honestly, I believe in aliens. He gave a great explanation, and we will have to believe him. Don't you? Do you in think they put? Case, do you think they put the soul uh, right where they had the phone charger from a couple weeks ago? In the bladder. Oh, it's very possible. <laughs> It doesn't say here in the report, but in any case, where does your soul reside when they, when they when they open you up to take your soul out? Like, where do they go? The, your vertebrae, your back, your stomach? I think they just hover it around you until it pops out somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Marino is known to study aliens during his free time, and according to those around him, his recollection of the experience seems to be his sincere experience. Marino's account of what happened that morning, as it was told to the club, was not addressed. You're supposed to Wait a minute. It. Cops was still on air until last week? Yes, that was excellent. 
man. I love it. Uh, I love it. Next, from an uncredited Next. source, because screw their effed up website. Was there more that you wanted to do with the cops thing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, before I move on. No, you're, you're good. One. You're good. I already pressed the next button. <laughs> All right. From an uncredited source, because screw their effed up website. We'll just go to YouTube and play the video. Brad, out of Westbury, New York. I believe you have the video blinding up right now. New York County Executive Laura... Quran gave us all useful advice on how to properly handle our balls this month and ahead of the opening tennis courts. Brad has the audio and video. Brad? I'm so glad that I subscribe to YouTube Premium so I don't get the ads when you try to play audio. Oh, like the Joe Biden ones? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Joe Biden ad. <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't land in the target demographic for the Joe Biden video. Strange. Strange. It's probably because of the uh, things that I accuse him of in my private life. I, I would never. Random, I would never do such a thing. It's not. It's targeted based on your Google ad, uh, your Google profile. Dude, how would I be getting Joe Biden's ads? You got a Joe Biden ad? That's what I'm saying. You you heard it at the beginning of the show. I was playing off something. Oh, dude. I was how, playing. Dude, how totally about different. this? How about we got home from my grandfather's funeral and we got a ad on youtube for a funeral home that night like while we That's were hanging crazy. out yeah no it does the google's algorithm does actually put together your ad profile what yeah, yeah. on earth with this video and also our devices are typically listening in and converting all the speech to text too so because right. you work on this broadcast i'm guessing jim is probably a big reason you're getting a lot of joe biden ads oh yeah that's true we Biden's talk about joe biden all the, the time on here <laughs> We'll try this again. I need this audio, Gabe. Brad, I believe you have the audio oh, and yeah. video out of <laughs> Westbury, New York. Yeah, we're working on it. Brad, as you're getting that pulled up, Jim, I just got an ad on my YouTube for Westbury, New York. Is that a good travel destination? You guys are New Yorkers? You should go Is there. A, it's should out, I go? It's, it's out just west have good of uh, Eastbury. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's out as in Arizona, and I'm, I'm inclined to believe you. <laughs> it's out in it's out in uh, the New York metropolitan area. I can't believe this is doing this right now. Is there a centralized bury? Here it comes. Between Here it comes. Come on, baby. <laughs> There's a new bury. This this video is going to be the death of me. Come on. Promise. <laughs> Brad, I believe you have the audio and video for the New York County Executive Laura Coran. You're going to have to do another story, Gabe, because this freaking audio doesn't work. Maybe it'll load. Who has given us all useful advice on how to properly handle our balls do another this story month again. ahead of the opening tennis court. You have to go back and do another story. It's not going up. It won't. It will not, dude. All right. Oh, wait. It's right here. Jim, you it heard. Lied. Oh, I lied. It's right here. Out of. So um, if the, we're following the guidance right now from the U.S. Tennis Association. And if we get more rules handed down from the state, of course, we will adjust accordingly. But I will. Singles only. No Audio's not there. You don't have any audio? It's it's very faint. It will get louder yep. in a second. I believe it's ducking the noise of your chair. What about now? Nope. Still no. 
Okay, we can fix that. You know what's funny is we were speaking of Heath Ledger. Doesn't she sort of look like what's her name who was in Ten Things I Hate About You with him? Oh, what is her name? The Save the Lens Stands girl. Remember when she was in every movie like for a good hot minute? Like two years? Who's this? <clears throat> Ten Things I Hate About You. What was that chick's Julia name? Styles? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was so like, Julia Styles. Styles. Okay, this is going to be extremely loud for a second. You tell me when, when I can stop backing it off. So, um, if the, we're following the guidance right now from the U.S. Tennis Association. That's good. And if we Perfect. get more rules handed down from the state, of course, we will adjust accordingly. But I will fill you in on what those rules are. Singles only, no doubles. Only every other court. You have to have a court between players, between people, sets of people playing. Um, every player, unless they're from the same, same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, <laughs> with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. With your hand. <laughs> what? Did you say you can um, kick them? Of course, yeah. if, you're if you're playing with someone in your household, you can't touch those tennis balls. <laughs> She's uh, getting so into it now. To avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a marker, like a sharpie, to mark out, to put an X, to put someone's initials on them. Um, I would just say, everyone is doing a great job on golf, and I know that our residents are smart, and they will continue to do a great job on tennis. Well, she had a rough meeting right there. <laughs> and she looks up at the end. <laughs> it ends with her looking straight That's up so in the sky. I like she knew like, draw attention to the airplane. Dude, how many times did she tell herself before that before that pro before that uh conference, I'm not gonna make a reference to balls. I'm going well, to she always... kept saying tennis balls, tennis I know. balls. And then she balls. said and then she I know she's like she was making a point to say tennis balls, and then she slipped up once and then that was just over after that. She's like, Oh, I said it now. She just giggled throughout the rest of it. That was funny. I like how they put the podium right in the middle of the tennis court. Like that to, was weird. To drive it? home the, the <laughs> like a visual aid. Like we need to, it's kind of stupid. Gabe, thank you for the news this week. Finally, there we were got two the people audio playing work. behind her. Were there? The, the video wasn't. You're welcome. Movie. That There were two people. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bad delay on your end. All I right, Brad, that's your news and nonsense for the week. Thanks, Gabe. Jim, we got to get out of here. Sorry about being late. See you, scumbags. See you later, scumbags.